This is Edward Mazur, President Emeritus of the City Club of Chicago. Our guest speaker today was Marilyn Gardner, the Chief Executive Officer of Navy Pier. She was introduced by the legendary retired news person and producer of many programs, Bill Curtis, with Live from the City Club of Chicago. Chairman Gardner focused her comments on Navy Pier as Chicago's cultural hub. She talked about the transformational changes that the pier has experienced, particularly since the COVID experiences that we have been going through. The mission of the People's Pier, as she called it, is to become the cultural hub of the city of Chicago. The pier is a 501c3 since 2011. In other words, it receives no direct tax support, and it generated $20 million in taxes on an annual basis in the last year. In 2021, Navy Pier presented 253 programs revolving around arts and cultural annually. The pier has raised $8 million from the Federal COVID Relief Fund, or received rather rather than raised, and has received $9.5 million from various corporations, foundations, and individual donors. They were shut down for 18 months, but they have come back better than ever, according to Chairman Gardner. She talked about a festival, a two-day festival, on three stages called Chicago Live, put together in only five weeks. It featured 60 arts organizations from the Chicago Symphony, the Joffrey Ballet, to many more local and not as famous arts and cultural organizations. The pier is proud that it has 3,000 employees, many people for whom it is their very first job. The attendance at Chicago Live was 100,000 over two days. This is an increase of 13% over any previous event that the pier has had. Navy Pier is a gathering place for Chicago natives, much more than tourists and visitors, and many of us did not realize that. It also houses the nation's largest rooftop bar called Offshore. The Ferris wheel on Navy Pier is very symbolic and important in Chicago because the first Ferris wheel anywhere in the world was in Chicago for the 1893 World Fair that was held in Jackson Park. The Ferris wheel on Navy Pier is heated, lighted, and operates 363 days a year. The goal of the Navy Pier folks, Marilyn Gardner said, is to keep the pier the most visited destination in the Middle West. Keep it exciting, innovative, and creative. Uh, I just don't feel right having a legend in the room uh, and not asking him to do what he does best. Um, so we called an audible this morning, actually late last night, and I asked uh, the one and only Bill Curtis to introduce his friend and our featured speaker, Marilyn Gardner. So please welcome the one and only Bill Curtis. Thank you, Dan. Wow, what a room. Last time I was here, a man named Donald Trump was announcing his presidency. <laughs> Think of all the trouble we could have avoided if I had done something. <laughs> um, I probably know Marilyn longer than anyone else. Uh, she was the best friend of my daughter, 
Mary Christen during uh, her time at St. Ignatius. And they took the third bedroom that we had on the third floor and uh, took it over uh, and invited the rest of her friends, too. So I was afraid to go up most of the time. (laughs) And I didn't. I avoided it. But uh, I am not surprised that she was was the ring leader. And why would I be surprised that she is now chairing the Ignatius board and would be headlining today as the transformational president and CEO of Navy Pier. In case you don't know, as CEO, she oversees operations and programming and long-term visioning and fiscal well-being of the Midwest's most visited destination. The lifelong Chicagoan was the driving force behind the pier's $400 million redevelopment. She was instrumental in establishing Navy Pier as a non-governmental nonprofit and raised millions in philanthropic support. So for those of you who have uh, children just going into high school, here's my advice. Find an old bedroom (laughs) and say, sweetie, why don't you go in there and invite all your friends and then forget about it. (laughs) Because today, it's legal. (laughs) Legal hell, it's on the seminar for the city club. Uh... Let me do this formally. In Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me style, live from the City Club at Maggiano's in downtown Chicago, it's Marilyn Gardner. Just for the record, Bill, nothing bad ever happened up in that third floor. (laughs) I promise you. Trust me. Trust me. And I don't know that I was the ringleader, but I was there. That's for sure. (laughs) Well, thank you. It's so great to see so many people back together again and so many dear friends, so many of our Navy Pier partners and supporters. Um, It's just truly an honor to be here. So the past few times, I think it's four or five at this point, um, I've spoken to you all about the rich history and more recent physical, um, programmatic, and organizational transformation of Navy Pier. Our evolution into a place of belonging and opportunity like no other. But today, uh, I'd like to share with you a bit On behalf of the People's Pier, here at the People's Club, City Club of Chicago, a bit about how Navy Pier is living our mission as Chicago's cultural hub. Like so many nonprofits, we stared down an existential crisis during the pandemic and its economic fallout. Navy Pier is a centrally old living, working landmark but it's a relatively young, non-governmental nonprofit. We became a self-governing 501c3 in 2011, led by an all-volunteer board of civic and business leaders. Several join us here today, along with several of our associate board members. I won't get into naming everyone, because Dan took care of a lot of that. But I'd like to acknowledge Bill Brodsky, our chair, 
who flew in from New York this morning to be here with us today. So thank you. And thank you to our entire board and associate board for your ongoing partnership and support. Unlike other cultural organizations that operate on public land, Navy Pier receives no tax support for its operations. In fact, we generate more than $20 million in local and state taxes on an annual basis. Navy Pier relies solely on contributed and earned income for everything we do, from turning on our lights to patching our roof. And those of you who have had to fix your roof know it's a very expensive proposition that we're undergoing this work right now as we speak. There's no admission fee to visit Navy Pier, and we present more than 250 free arts, culture, and engagement programs year-round, scoring what the Chicago Tribune called a significant win for our city. With COVID, that earned income piece disappeared. No revenue from Centennial Wheel tickets or parking. Rent abated as we offered our partner tenants relief just to get them to the other side. We risked having to shut our doors permanently, but that just wasn't an option for any of us. Our board and much reduced staff leaned into the fundraising piece. It was a real baptism by fire. After hundreds of Zoom meetings, and I have to say, it seemed like thousands and thousands of hours of prep pitches and presentations, our Save the Peer campaign raised nine and a half million dollars. Thank you. That came from foundations, corporations, and individual donors. And literally, that was just to reopen our doors. On behalf of all of my colleagues, I offer our deepest appreciation to the board, staff, and donors who did indeed save the peer. Their generous support was swift and impactful. When the state saw that we had skin in the game, Illinois stepped up and granted $8 million from federal COVID relief funding. I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge our state leaders and our incredible, incredibly supportive donors. We honestly could not have made it through without your generosity. Thank you. During this dark time, the Pritzker Foundation wanted to spark a light at the end of the tunnel. They challenged Navy Pier to develop a program that would get all of Chicago railing around the reopening of our great city. Our answer was Chicago Live. At the end of summer 2021, we pulled together the inaugural Chicago Live from concept to standing ovations in just a few short weeks. And when I mean just a few short weeks, that's five weeks. Five weeks. Team can attest. <laughs> It had been a painful 18-month industry-wide shutdown. The hospitality and entertainment industries were among the first to shutter and the last to reopen. We created an unprecedented event, an unequaled success. For the first time ever, maybe anywhere in the world, more than 60 performing arts organizations of a global city united in a single event small art companies, powerhouse talents, the marquee names that make Chicago a global destination, Chicago Symphony Orchestra, Joffrey Ballet, 
Puerto Rican Arts Alliance, Second City, Black Ensemble Theater, and so many others shared the stage for the first time ever. We relish Chicago Live as an opportunity to return hundreds of onstage and backstage artists to work. It had been a painful 18-month industry-wide shutdown. The hospitality and entertainment industries were among the first to shutter and the last to reopen. 500 artists and 125 stagehands and technicians helped bring Chicago Live to life. One union leader, who actually joins us here today, told us that the launch of Chicago Live was literally life-saving. It gave many their first paycheck in over a year, long after other safety net income had been depleted. Navy Pier is an economic engine, especially proud of our workforce. With our 70 tenant partners, we collectively employ more than 3,000 people, many in their first jobs. With that first paycheck comes instruction and financial literacy, thanks to our partnership with Fifth Third Bank. The pier is also home to Southside Occupational Academy, where students with special needs develop employable skills. Our diverse workforce, many employed from underserved neighborhoods, is on the job 363 days a year. Our doors don't close on the weekends, holidays, or in the evenings. I'd like to acknowledge our small but mighty team who bring our incredible spaces to life and provide for the safety and enjoyment of our 9 million guests annually. Team Navy Pier, please stand. Thank you for making the magic happen. At first, we called Chicago Live a once-in-a-lifetime event. But before the first dancer's toe touched the stage, our mantra became first-in-a-lifetime. We knew we had to bottle this lightning. The Pritzker Foundation agreed. Immediately following last year's event, the Pritzker Foundation pledged a million dollars for its return in 2022 and half a million each in 23 and 24 to seed a campaign to ensure that Chicago Live become an annual event. Now we need to build on that funding to secure the future of what I believe can become Chicago's answer to Art Basel or South by Southwest. Okay, how great was that? It was just one minute of two days of incredible performances. Just spectacular. Thank you. <laughs> Nearly 100,000 guests visited the People's Pier during this year's Chicago Live. That's a 13% increase over the inaugural event. The great diversity that we strive for on stage was reflected in the equally diverse audience. We saw audience members appreciating the artists on stage, but also enjoying each other as young and old alike danced and sang with the pros. 
It's critically important to us that young people see artists who look like them commanding the stage. Now it's my distinct pleasure to share the podium with one of our Chicago Live partners, the Momenta Dance Company. They're represented today by Artistic and Executive Director Sarah Nahara and dancer, who is also an Ignatius grad, LaDonna Friedheim. Thank you. Hello, I'm Sarah. I'm the director of Momenta Dance Company. Um, A little bit about us. We were founded in 1983, but in 2003, we expanded our mission to include dancers with disabilities, and we became a physically integrated company. We are the only professional dance company in the state of Illinois that includes disabled artists, choreographers, and artistic collaborators. For the past 20 years, Momenta has been creating exceptional physically integrated dance works. Some of these works have been recognized for their unique artistry. Some of these works have changed perceptions about disability. And unfortunately, many of these works have been ignored or overlooked because of preconceived notions about disability. And frankly, that is unacceptable, especially this day and age. It is time for disability, arts, and culture to take center stage. (laughs) Momenta's participation in Chicago Live was an extraordinarily important opportunity for us. Obviously, it's a wonderful opportunity for any smaller organization like ours to share the stage with renowned and established organizations like the Joffrey or the Lyric. But for us, participating in this festival meant so much more than that. It means that physically integrated and inclusive dance can be recognized as a legitimate art form. It means that our dancers with disabilities are on the stage where they are seen, acknowledged, and celebrated for the artists that they are and the contributions that they are making, not in spite of their disability, but because of it. It also means that the producers, organizers, and supporters of Chicago Live understand the importance of creating spaces and events where everyone is welcome, performers and audience members. And it is this philosophy of inclusion that makes Navy Pier truly an artistic and cultural hub of our city. Hi, I'm LaDonna. I grew up a baby bun-headed ballerina running around Chicago, riding the CTA to St. Ignatius, uh, carrying a big heavy dance bag that could be used as a weapon, was once. Um, Dance is everything to me, ballet specifically. And then I lost it. Um, A degenerative disability took away my ability to fulfill my career. It took away my identity as as a ballerina. And 
And after countless hours of physical therapy, surgeries, um, the doctors gave me braces to wear on my legs. And I still get around that way with crutches and a cane. And uh, I went to the dance studio. I was thinking, well, at least I could still take class. And I was told no, that it was too depressing for the other dancers to see me so crippled. Um, Yeah, right, that's kind of harsh. It ripped a little hole in my soul. But I like to say that that was repaired by Alana Wallace. She was a leader in the integrated dance movement and taught me the art of wheelchair dance. It's, it's, well, I like it. Um, but, <laughs> but also, I, I think it's a great gift and something people don't know about. You know, just like, I, I think about it, so many people put their kids in dance class, right? I mean, many of you, I'm sure. And, and kids with disabilities don't get that chance. They don't get to see someone who looks like them doing much of anything, really. Um, and, and you know, when we talk about people with disabilities, every, it is the only minority group that includes all the other groups of people. And it is something that will affect every single one of us in our lifetime, either temporarily or permanently, birth or just being lucky enough to grow really old. So I went off on a tangent because really I was here to talk about my experience at Chicago Live, and I will get back to that. Um, The first word that comes to mind when I'm asked how it felt to be part of that event is acceptance. And the next one is joy. We performed a piece choreographed by Doris Humphrey, and it's all about breath and, and and community, and as, as I, I was doing a movement, reaching my heart to the sky, there was this moment of pure joy looking around at, at the gorgeous environment with the flags and the lake and, and the people. To be able to reach the public in such an accessible way, to make the arts available to the people of Chicago and not just, you know, those of us who were fortunate enough to be born into that kind of a situation. That day we planted a lot of trees. He didn't even look at me when I said that. (laughs) Um, But really... I, I think that's what's so important about the event. Plus, it was a lot of fun, and I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah and LaDonna, for sharing that story. And we're truly grateful to you, and I'm sure everybody in this room now knows why we've received such incredible uh, accolades about the incredible performance that um, Momenta provided to our guests on the closing night. So thank you. And as LaDonna was saying, access. If the entire Chicago Live experience can be summed up in one word, that's it, access. 
The two-day festival of back-to-back performances on three stages gives Chicago's performance companies access to each other. They grow in each other's glow. It gives access to new and bigger audiences who might happen upon something not normally on their radar. A guest might show up to see the Joffrey and discover Momenta. But perhaps most importantly, Chicago Live affords guests with access to the arts that they might not otherwise have. I still get choked up, and I will, thinking about a woman at Chicago Live who told me that she had never been able to afford tickets to take her family to a performance. Here she was exposing them to the breadth of Chicago's cultural offerings for free. For any cultural hub, access is success. Access is what Navy Pier is all about. We've embraced our unique position as Chicago's cultural hub a now visually spectacular, easily accessible, richly programmed gateway to Chicago's cultural treasures. In addition to performance, Navy Pier has earned an international reputation for providing access to visual art and public sculpture, authentic culinary fare, vibrant neighborhood-style experiences, and museum exhibitions, like our partnership with the Illinois Holocaust Museum to present stories of survival. A powerful reminder that refugees and genocide don't just come from the pages of history books. They come from the front pages of today's news. As many of you know, our festival hall and Aon Grand Ballroom are home to a myriad of charitable functions, corporate events, and such influential happenings as Expo Chicago. We're also attracting major sporting events. I'm happy to say that the International High Speed Sailing Competition, SailGP, which made its Chicago and Freshwater debut at Navy Pier in June, returns next summer. We're grateful to our partners to Chicago and Chicago Sports Commission for helping make that a reality. Thank you. There may be a few people out there who still think of Navy Pier as a tourist destination maybe even some who remember it as a fixer-upper. That's totally rear view. Those of you who visited Navy Pier recently have witnessed our deliberate evolution into a gathering place for Chicagoans with authentic Chicago experiences. Even our plants have local roots. As part of the $400 million redevelopment by Navy Pier and our partners, we placed a premium on environmental sustainability. Indigenous trees and plantings in our parks and on the South Dock, permeable pavers with underground cisterns that allow us to irrigate and with harvested rainwater, even a green roof with honey-producing beehives on the People's Energy Welcome Pavilion in Polk Brothers Park. We fulfilled our decades-long dream of opening a boutique hotel, the Sable, part of the Curio Collection by Hilton. Despite opening during the pandemic, the Sable is quite the success story, the second most booked hotel in the city this past summer. Opening with the hotel was Lyrica, an approachable dining experience infused with Latin and Iberian flavors, and one of the hottest new attractions in the city, Offshore the nation's largest rooftop bar. And that is confirmed by the Guinness Book of World Records. (laughs) So this is Navy Pier as a world-class civic space and a resource for our community. And we continue to evolve. 
In July, we opened Art Smith's Reunion Restaurant to rave reviews, giving visitors access to Oprah's world-renowned chef and a taste of Hyde Park. Year-round, we present artisan markets, each focusing on a different neighborhood where artists present their wares and showcase their talents. We're an incubator for small businesses, especially local and minority and women-owned businesses. We seek partners who reflect the diversity of our neighborhoods, such as Stephanie Hart, who credits her growing global footprint to the exposure she's received at Navy Pier. And of course, we're home to three beloved cultural institutions, our sister nonprofit, Chicago Children's Museum, Chicago Public Radio, WBEZ, and Chicago Shakespeare Theater. Navy Pier overflows with local flavor. Just last week, we welcomed 8,000 guests to our first Slow and Low Festival, celebrating low rider life with 250 vintage vehicles. Navy Pier is the largest pier in the world, 50 acres, five-eighths of a mile, more than twice as long as Willis Tower is tall. That's six city blocks, the distance between the Michigan Avenue Bridge and Water Tower. That's a long way from Polk Brothers Park to the Aon Grand Ballroom. But we're making that walk a lot more engaging. We partnered with Northwestern Medicine to create Northwestern Wellness Way, a fitness circuit with health checkpoints. Exhibits such as Flow, water-related photography by Chicago's pitcher poet, Barry Butler, also brings our spaces to life. We look forward to continuing to welcome other artists and cultural organizations to also exhibit in these spaces. And don't forget, the Centennial Wheel is heated for comfortable riding all year long. <laughs> Looks great, right? <laughs> we recently awarded tickets to 50 nonprofit organizations through our annual Community Rides program. Nonprofits are invited to apply for free tickets in the spring. Since the start of that program, more than 40,000 riders have enjoyed free access to the wheel. Our goal is that every Chicago student visits the pier and rides the Centennial Wheel by the time they leave sixth grade. And the new experiences keep coming. Just last week, we started a new pier-wide partnership with Reyes Coca-Cola Bottling after 20 year, 27 years of serving Pepsi on the pier. But soft, soft drinks aren't the only things that are bubbling up. Imagine walking on the moon or encountering giraffes in the jungles of Africa all without leaving the pier. Construction begins soon on Illuminarium, which combines state-of-the-art 4K interactive projections, 360-degree sound, in-floor vibrations, and aromatic sense systems. The theater of the mind has never had such a boost where a journey that begins as a field trip might end up as a career in the sciences. Fly Over Chicago, an immersive flight ride that simulates soaring over iconic locations and natural wonders of the world, is expected in 2024. They are creating exclusive Navy Pier content that will send guests sailing over our amazing city. We are stewards of an extraordinary asset and legacy, the realization of Burnham's plan. Our job is to keep the Midwest's most visited destination relevant and engaging to ensure tourists enjoy it as a taste of what's truly best in Chicago, but more importantly, to welcome our neighbors to Chicago's front porch.
As someone who has shepherded the people's peer through this transformative growth, I assure you we do not take the enormity of that responsibility lightly. We're planting seeds now for how Navy Pier will look and function in the year 2030. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that next year when I'm here. (laughs) And of course, with your support, the future will bring the third and fourth annual installments of Chicago Live and many more after that. So with that in mind, I'd like to end with a special treat. One of our Chicago Live partners, Adrian Dunn, will sing his own competition composition right on it's from his brand new recording emancipation thank you all so much for joining us today and remember if you haven't been to navy pier in the past five years you have not been to navy pier so please come see us all right let's hear it for aiden Jesus of justice, ride on Jesus of peace, ride on because we need you to set the captives free, ride on Jesus of justice, ride on Jesus of peace, ride on because we need you to set the captives free.
Now, if you know me well, you know the first thing I'm going to say is, and let the church say, so y'all know me. Y'all are starting to know me. Um, We are incredibly pressed for time. Adrian, thank you so much. Um, I've known of your talent for a long time. I'm happy to say that you sang at City Club. Um, Marilyn, I realize that half of this room is St. Ignatius. (laughs) Happy to have you all. Hope you all have your memberships up to date. But we couldn't let you out of here without some questions. You know that, right? So come on back up. Besides, I believe every girl who wears Maria Pinto ought to show it off. So So, um, we really are pressed, but I don't know if we have, we may have time for one. Do we have one question? I have a comment from our beloved Dr. Ed Mazur, who says, when he was a student at U of I Navy Pier, he had 10 minutes between classes to go from east to west. It was a very different slope 60 years ago. I am trying to stay very true to our time because we want to acknowledge the fact that um, this is still the city that works, and we know there are people who have to get back to work. So um, Stephanie Emmerich, who's sitting, I saw her sitting back there somewhere. She says, she's from Service Speaks in Roosevelt University. Marilyn, you are on the Centennial Wheel 100 from now. What do you see across our city's own skyline? Good question. That's a great question. (laughs) That's your one question. Well, this city is rich with such incredible architecture, and I see that continuing to be the case. Um, but I see, you know, I, I see a bunch of people that had the opportunity to visit Dubai um, earlier this year, and just what we saw there in the way of development, um, continued development, and very forward-thinking um architecture and growth, I think, is something that we all aspire to see in our city and to see um, families and people remaining in and um, coming back to the city as we move forward um, will be critically important to all of us. And um, obviously with the pier and um, our position on our beautiful lakefront, I um, see the pier continuing to be um, Chicago's cultural hub and um, providing a taste of all of the incredible um, cultural organizations and um, performing arts organizations at Navy Pier. So that's where we're going. And um, I think that we're all in this together. And this group in particular, all these people in this room, um, love this city more than anything. And we will continue to ensure um, that we drive it forward in the most positive of ways. So. So I don't know what the temperature is, but I was telling Glenn, I have to be at the pier in a few hours to be on the spirit. Yeah, I'm not real happy. Yeah, I'm not real happy. But for the organization, it's the Better Business Bureau. Is anybody else going? Could you bring me a jacket? You're going? Could you bring me a jacket, please? Um, Karen, we're going on that thing where it goes over. What's that thing called where you're going to drive, we're going to fly over but not really fly? Oh, fly over Chicago? Yeah, we're doing that because we're staying on the ground and we can, yeah, okay. So, do you hear two folks screaming? It'll be me and Karen. 
I cannot thank Marilyn enough. Uh, this is Chicago. And if you look around the room, this is what Chicago looks like. And this has been our goal. This has been our aim to have City Club and this venue and many others look like Chicago. So I've got goosebumps of just being happy um, around uh, around many spectrum. So uh, just happy today. This is a great event. And we have Four prizes and then a grand prize. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. I'm so happy. Bill Curtis said live from City Club. I am just like, (laughs) Bill Curtis said that. How cool is that? Would just like to say to everyone in the room, um, Navy Pier is Chicago. It is us. And the 9.5 million that the foundations, endowments, and everybody else infused into Navy Pier was infused for us. So let's make sure if you did not take part in anything in Navy Pier this summer, or you're not going to be crazy and go out in the boat like I am tonight. Um, make sure that you plan to you know, do some summer. Who leaves Chicago in the summer? Why do you leave Chicago in the summer? That's crazy to me. Um, but what'd you say? Yeah. yeah, year round. You can come year round, right? Um, right. You see the two Chicago, Mr. Chicago sitting there saying that. So, um, so much more to discuss. So many more things going on. Um, just make sure you continue to just delve into the culture of this great city. We really are the city that works, but biasly, David and I would say it. This is the best city in the world. Thank you for being here.